Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. The scripture lesson for today um, kind of ties still into um, what we've been talking about uh, with the, the letter of 1 John. If you remember, uh, this was written to a community that's kind of connected uh, to the gospel of John. They would have been, been uh, a community that came out of uh, the reading of the gospel of John. And, and just like churches today, they were struggling and having problems. It, 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 you got to realize that, that after Jesus leaves, and that the church just doesn't happen, and, and it doesn't happen in a nice pretty box, and everything's like great, and, and like it's perfect. Uh, the early church struggled just like we have our struggles today. But we can actually learn from them and their mistakes, and, and grow from their mistakes, and learn how we can center and focus our lives, and live a life of light and love in Christ, and... That's where we get 1 John. So let's drive into to 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 through 24. This is how we know love. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for others, brothers, and sisters. But if a person has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, and that person doesn't care, how can the love of God remain in him little children let's not love with words or speech but with action and truth this is how we will know that we belong to the truth and will reassure our hearts in God's presence even if our hearts condemn us God is greater than our hearts and knows all things dear friends if our hearts don't condemn us we have confidence in the relationship to God if we receive whatever we ask from him because he keeps his command, commandments and do not do what is pleasing to him, this is his command that we believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, in his love other as his command commanded us. The person who keeps his commandments will remain in God and God remains in him. And this is how we will know that he remains in us because of the Spirit he has given to us. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Bob Goff, author of one of my favorite books of all time, Love Does, a few, about a year ago, he, he tweeted this, the world will know what we believe by seeing who we love. The world will know what we believe by seeing who we love. The song we sang earlier, they will know we are Christians by our love. If you notice that in that song, it, it doesn't just like give a list of who we should love or give a list of like, these are the parameters of people that we're called to love. We are called through Christ to love everyone. To love our neighbor. That's easier said than done, isn't it? It's easy to say that we love everyone, but then when we're faced with that difficult situation of, of putting you know, one of those difficult people in front of us and we have to remind ourselves that we have to love them, it's hard, isn't it? But we can show God's love through our actions and how we live out our lives. It's not something that we have to hold in. It's not something uh, that uh, you need any kind of uh, regulation on. We are called to love everyone. It's that simple, isn't it? 
I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's not. I would love to tell you that, that loving everyone is like the easiest thing in the world for me to do, but there, there are difficult people that I have to remind myself that they are a child of God and, and I have to love them. And sometimes I have to bite my tongue. Because as we read in, in the men's Bible study in, in James chapter 3, the tongue is one of the most vicious animals. It's hard to tame and our tongues get us into more trouble than they ought to. But if we think before we act, if we are reminded that we are called to show God's love to everyone we meet, that can keep us out of trouble. Think about it at home. Think about how often when you get in trouble at home, you get in trouble at home more than likely because you said something you didn't mean to say. It's not that you don't love that person. It's just you didn't think it through how what you say may affect that person. No, I'll get to it later may not be the wisest advice to, to say at that time. And say, yes, ma'am, and get right on it. Not that we have that problem at home. I'm still learning. But we all are. And, and faith is a journey. It's not something that, that, like, once we give our lives to Christ, we have all this knowledge of the Bible and, and how to live out our lives. It, it's a continuous journey of learning how to love everyone. It's not something we expect you to do right from the get-go. We just ask you to try. And that's what it takes, is to try. I think far too often when we're afraid to love the other person is because we're afraid to try. We're afraid that where that may take us, we're afraid where that may lead us. And, and, and that's those scary places that, that really, that's where God resides. That's where God wants us to be, to stretch ourselves and to push ourselves to know more people than just our little tribe. We are known by our love. You know, church in this town, you have, I mean, you have that reputation of being known as a church that loves everyone. And there are people that despise that, that attend other churches. I've heard that. I've had people say, we just don't like how you love everybody. I mean, I, I, I read in the scriptures, that, that's what God calls us to do. That's what God has called us to do from the very beginning is to love and to care for one another. How is that biblical mandate hard? I think it becomes hard when we are pushed. I think it becomes hard when we have those people in front of us when, that, are, that are those difficult people that, that maybe don't act and think and, and talk like us. Maybe the, the, we have problems because they see things differently than us. And we're called to love those people. It, it's that simple. And sometimes we have to look through some things. We have to look through, you know, which team they like or which political party that they are. And sometimes we have to look through what kind of clothes that they wear and see them as a child of God. That's a struggle I think we have as a church that we have to realize that we are called to love everyone. And that stretches us and pulls us, but yet you have what it takes to do just that. And all you have to do is surrender your life. And say, God, you be in control. And yeah, it's going to stretch you and it's going to push you and it's going to cause you to open up your mind and, and maybe even think a little bit differently and say, wow, that is a person, a child of God. I don't agree with anything that they say, but I still love them and care for them. And if something were to happen to them, I would be right there with them, even though I don't agree what team they like or what color of shoes they wear. I see them as a child of God. And that's how we will know God's love. Church, they will know us by our love. 
Not by our buildings or t-shirts or vehicles or anything else that we have that has our church logo on it. They will know us by how we share love. I have to admit, in the last like five weeks, you guys have been awesome at that. Actually, that's who you've been your whole life as a church. From the very beginning, over 175 years ago, this church has been a place to, to strive to show love to everybody in the community. And you do it well. And you've been doing it for 175 years, and then some. You have what it takes. Don't think because you're too old or you're too young that, that you don't have what it takes to serve the kingdom. Everybody has the opportunity to serve in God's kingdom. I came across a story about this hairstylist in upscale New York. He works at one of those fancy uh, hair salons there in New York. But on his days off, he goes down to the local homeless shelter and gives free haircuts at no charge. And the response to those haircuts have been uh, enthusiastic. Uh, uh, people have seen wonderful transformation. People have asked him for job, looking for jobs. And, and he's developed relationships with this community all because all he did was go and share his gift to a community that wasn't his own. He went to where love was needed. He, he had the gifts to share. Church, you all have the gifts to share. I love that line in today's scripture. This is how we know love. Jesus laid his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. When we give ourselves to God and we sacrifice what we think is right and we don't worry about the awards or we don't worry about all the things that we can get when we do good things because you know, let's be honest, when you do get things in this world, a lot of times you do get those awards. And those can make you feel good, but those are only temporal. But the thing we should long for, the, the thing that, that we are called to do is look forward for that eternal award, that reward in heaven when we go and stand before God and he says, good and faithful servant, come and rest. That's the award I long for. I don't care what awards I win for the rest of my life and career. I don't care if, I actually don't even think, if a building's named after me, it'll be a bathroom. Because that's how I, that's best room in the house if you ask me. But I don't care about that. What I care about is that when I stand before God, and I look forward to those words saying, Matt, you're all right. You had some ups and downs. But you loved everyone. Come and rest. And so, church, they will know us by our love. I like, these, I like verse 18. Little children. Now realize that that is an endearing thing. He's saying, hey, Tahlequah first. Let's not love with words or speech, but with action and truth. I think that's a great command for us to do on this day. So let's not love with words or speech, but with action and truth. Will you pray with me? Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Amethyst Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And you can find out more information about us by going online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.